All right, we're here. What's up? All right. Welcome to White Boys Talk Hoops. My what name is Corey. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? What'd you tell me? Celtics in six. You're going Celtics in six? You were Actually, seven. Actually, I'm pretty sure I said seven. I'm pretty sure I said seven. seven. You, did. you did. It don't matter. It don't matter. We're, we're starting this one off with energy. We got energized. <laughs> Listen, we got three, three finals games to catch up on. Uh, life's been a little busy two weeks ago. Uh, there was some personal stuff going on. Last week was my birthday. We 20 out here now. Happy birthday. A week later, Happy but birthday. it's cool. I told you the day of. Told you the day of. Yeah, you know, you forgot, but, you know, it's cool. I didn't forget. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Anyway. Uh, we got lots of basketball to cover. Lots Three finals games to make up for. So let's start with game one. Game one was in the Chase Center in Golden State, and my boys came in, took game one. Al Horford went dumb from three. That was said, that was all Al Horford. Al Horford went up. Tatum played bad. Tatum didn't score, but Brody was playmaking. Yep. Why does the like, lighting look like that? Um, that was all Al Horford's doing. Dude, that's just one of those games that they needed everybody else to step up since Jason Tatum was not there. And that, that's exactly what they did. That's that's one thing we're going to see be trendy in this series is that all the Celtics non-star players are actually kind of being productive while that's not the case on the Warriors yeah it's it's been a one-man show over there yeah um man this Tatum had a bad game one smart came out was killer Horford hit six threes which sets a record for a finals appear uh finals debut excuse me six threes on 75 percent oh man how out there Get any, bro. Last season it was the last season or two seasons ago. You were seeing images of like literally saying the reason he's out for playing with the Thunder age, and now mm-hmm. look how he's performing. It was last in the year. Finals. It now was last year because he went because he got traded from. So he was with Boston. He signed to Philly. He was bad in Philly, so he got traded to the Thunder for mm-hmm. who did they trade him for? Dude, I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't remember. He got traded to the Thunder, and they were. He was sitting out for age, but actually, that was his choice. He was choosing to sit to let the young guys play. Yeah, it was just it's the joking meme thing. We we've all we saw seen the image of it, just age. Him and Kemba, out. he got traded back to Boston for Kemba. Kemba got That's bought right. out, signed with the Knicks. I remember that. So you know who really lost that deal? Philly. Philly. Philly Dude, paid that man's, and then have have you seen the graphic that Philly pretty much has passed up on the entire Celtics core? They passed Good up Philadelphia. They they passed up on Jason Tatum in the draft. Or no, no, no. They traded yeah, they the tra- Celtics traded down to get Fultz. Yes, they traded they get- down. They missed out on Jalen Brown. They had even had Ime Udoka as their assistant coach. They had Al Horford. So but- the lottery was the actually the exact same top three picks. Just in different um from 2017-2018. Or 2016, 2017. I can't remember which one. The Lonzo but, Ball and like, and then the, that was 2018, wasn't it? Lonzo Ball, I think was, I think Lonzo Ball is 2017 because Ben Simmons was, or Lonzo Ball and Ben Simmons same draft. No, Ben Simmons got drafted the year before. Ben Simmons was, uh, no, it had to have been the year after because Ben Simmons was 2018. Ben, no, 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 it was, it was 2017. He didn't play his rookie till 2018. Yeah, okay. So anyway, the lot, the top three lottery order was Philadelphia. Lakers, Celtics. Thank you, Brooklyn Nets. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you to the Brooklyn Nets for like our core, just you know, because all of our draft picks have come you from know, Brooklyn. The Celtics traded one championship core to get another championship core from Brooklyn. Ain't that just a beautiful thing? And then swept them boys in the first round because we goaded out here. <laughs> well, I was saying all year, man, we just in the slump. We'll be okay. We just in the slump. We'll be okay. And now look, up to one in the finals. Anyway. You, you are Celtics fans and yourself, you just, you are so happy. I'm on cloud like, nine, dude, because cloud literally nine. everybody was like, oh, they're going to be in the lottery. They're so bad. And what happened? What happened? They were the 10 seed at like what the all-star break or trade deadline or something like that. Something like that. But like, where's those bulls that y'all were talking about? Where's Giannis? Miami? Philadelphia is a championship team with Harden now. And now look, all y'all look, Brooklyn's a super team. Ain't nobody beating Brooklyn. Swept in four. Scoring leader Joel Embiid. Didn't even get to us. Didn't even get to you. The Greek freak, the best player in the league, which Giannis is the best player in the league, but let me talk about junk real quick. Lost in seven. Miami. Oh, Boston doesn't have the offense to match Miami's defense. Game seven, wrapped up. Oh, Boston Boston can't stop Golden State's offense. Golden State's unstoppable. And now we up 2-1. I mean, you still got we still got a couple games left. Yeah, there yeah, there's still a couple games left. Anything can happen. Uh game 1, we talked about Boston. What went wrong for Golden State in game 1? What went wrong? I mean, Steph Curry, he's he shot 50-50 in game 1, like 34 points. Um It's just Clay everybody was a non-factor. Everybody Clay else was a not really showing up. Clay, Clay Thompson a was a non-factor in, in game one. Um, Draymond's been in foul trouble this whole series. He has 15 points and 15 personal fouls. I saw that. Games. Yeah, that's not okay. Especially I'm from sorry. the dude talking the most trash out of I'm anybody sorry. in the series. I cannot stand Draymond Green. I can't stand him. You know, I not even just as a Celtics fan, as a basketball fan, I do not like this man. You have been on that train for a while. You've been you've been saying that for a long time. And like, I told y'all that he was this a whole series. Person. This whole series, he is just let me put my leg getting to me. It's getting to me. This series, um, he is talking the most trash out of anybody Bro, on that court. He literally tried to suplex Jason Tatum at a Grant Williams. Future. I saw that, and there I was no call. He's how is he around. not getting called? He's like straight up shoving people and dragging them out of the way, trying to swim around them to get, or yeah, trying to swim around to get boards and stuff. He's just, he's being too much. Um, so game one was a Celtics win at the Chase Center in Golden State. Iggy got some minutes and <laughs> Iggy got minutes. He had seven points on 75% from the field, but then he got hurt. And then I got hurt. And then I got hurt. Oh, um, Jordan Poole is bad in game one, too. He only had nine. Jordan Poole's been bad the whole series, though. He has. Even um, in game two, he wasn't great. Yeah. As we'll see, that's pretty much been the entirety of Golden State series. Nobody's been able to show up except Steph Curry. He is averaging, I think, was it? it was averaging 10? 34. Yeah, he's averaging 34. It's either he was averaging a whole 10 or 15 points more than anybody else on the team. I'm not surprised. It, like, like you've got an out-of-prime injured Clay Thompson, Draymond Green's never been a scorer, and a bunch of young guys who ain't used to the spotlight. Igudala, who's so old, he he played basketball with Moses. 
and Kevon Looney. Kevon Looney has been great. Okay? <laughs> Kevon Looney has been great for the Warriors, but he's not getting. That. Yeah, Kevon Looney. It's been the Steph Curry and Kevon Looney show, really. And and Steve Kerr's not giving Kevon Looney minutes, which I'm not complaining about because we rock in those offensive boards for Boston. Robert Williams and Al Horford have been dominant on the boards this whole series. Mm-hmm. Since we're talking about Boston's, let's talk about their game three one. We'll get to game two's Golden State win. But go to game I'm, two. Why are you skipping around games? Go to game two. To get, okay, okay. All right, fine. I don't know why I'm you jump from. I don't know. I don't know. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right. Don't do a podcast for two weeks and you forget how to count. Like game two. Get game two. Game two. That was a Golden State win out in Golden State. Not surprised by it whatsoever. Yeah. It was a yeah. bit of a blowout though, wasn't it? It was 107 to 88. Um, all these games have been pretty close. And I've been loving that, honestly, because like those whole playoffs, it seemed like n- none of these games have really been battles. It's yeah, been so that one-sided. Was... Up until the finals, because the finals has been amazing to mm-hmm. watch just as a basketball fan. My favorite series in a completely unbiased fashion was Boston-Brooklyn because, yeah, it was a sweep, but all four games were close. Yeah. And it's nice to see that it's not happening in the finals that all these games are just blowouts. Except for game two. It, yeah. it, for me, a blowout is anything that's a 15-point or more difference. Yeah, and this is this is about, what, 19, 19 points? Yeah. yeah. 19. Um, in game two, you know, Golden or Steph Curry obviously just had another one of his games. Um, Clay, Clay Thompson was – Clay Thompson had 11 points. He oh. was a non-factor. You're, you're probably thinking of game three. Game three. Clay was good in game three. My yeah, he ha- he shot one for eight from three in game two. Uh, was 21% and 12% from three. Um, Jordan Poole kind of was pretty, pretty good in game two also, so he did show up. Uh, I didn't think Boston was going to take both games in Golden State. That wasn't going to happen. The Chase Center is too, too lively to be able to – just come yeah. in and take two games. It got it got to the point where like the starters only played one minute, one or two minutes in the fourth quarter, and he may pulled them and was like, "All right, let's set up for game three. Yeah, and they did, which is pretty fair. Um, Boston on game two, on the other hand, Jason Tatum did show up. He had a really, really good game two. Um, Al Horford kind of just Al Horford, in game two. Marcus Smart, and Robert Williams all put up just, two points each. Yeah, they all just completely disappeared. Yeah, um, it, that that was unacceptable. Yeah, you're you're not going to win a game when the, three of your starters have two points. Yeah, um, that that's pretty much the case of that. Game three, however, was another Boston win. We went home. We handled business because we don't lose back to back games, and that was what I said was going to be the factor. Boston doesn't lose back-to-back games, and they won game one, which means even even if they if it goes seven, game one went to Boston, which means game three will go to Boston, which means game five will go to Boston, which means game seven goes to Boston. That's four <laughs> wins, champions. All right, all right. Because uh, we don't lose back-to-back games. That is, yeah, that's true. Boston has not lost any. Have they lost any back-to-back games? No, yet? no. They don't. We don't lose back-to-back games. We don't. No. Game three, they all just they all stepped up on the starters. Al Horford, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown. They all put up twenty plus. Um, everybody was good. Everybody was good. Everybody's hitting shots. They're playing defense. 
played their role exactly how they were supposed to. Everybody yep. was good. Uh, shout out Derek White became a father and learned how to play basketball in the same week. It's awesome. <laughs> it's amazing what what that much light and happiness can just do to your game. It's legit. I I honestly think it's a thing. If you have a kid during the finals, you're gonna become goaded. That's what happened to Fred Van Vliet when the Raptors won. Oh really? He had a kid and Brody just went dumb. Wow. Well, yeah. Congratulations on Derek White for that. Uh, Trey Young is- had a baby as well. Sharing a birthday with that. me. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Brody was nice. born on June 2nd. Nice. <laughs> um, but there's something? one thing. There's one thing I want to talk about. About you as a Boston fan. Uh-oh. Why? Are you going to... Are you going to... Ex- oh, how am I going to word this? If you're going to ask me about the net being yeah. raised... I- no, not the net being raised. I'll ask you about that. What What do you think about the net being raised? Do you think that was I, actually done intentionally? No. I don't. Dude, if it were to happen in any place, it'd probably be Boston. No, it wouldn't. You don't think it would be Boston? That is such a New York Knicks thing to do. <laughs> you would say that as a Boston Celtics fan, though. No. I honestly do not think that some staff member was like, let me screw over the Warriors and raise their net. Because you seeing, think that's seeing, every quarter. I was seeing Deflate Gate going around on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you change deflate. you change baskets every quarter. So somebody would have saw this dude raising the other end of the net. Like it was during when they went out there for their pregame warm-ups when they noticed. Yeah, so it probably yeah. was just left up from practice or something. I don't know. But what I was no, actually I don't think they you. raised the net on purpose. What I was actually going to ask you about were the chantings at Draymond Green. Explain. Boston Celtics crowd, the like a whole section was very loudly chanting "F Draymond Green." Have you seen how Draymond's been playing? Like I have, but it's been a lot of backlash going around. I'm just trying to get your opinion on it because it's been a huge thing going around, and like. Have you, have you even opened Twitter today? Dude, no, I haven't opened Twitter today. I've been working all day. True. But the no, whole, honestly, bro- whole section was just chanting F. Draymond Green, and you could even hear it on the broadcast. Good. Like, he, he deserves it. He's been wrestling our players on the court and getting away with it. No, screw Draymond Green. See, the I'm not opinion- going to say that because it's a PG podcast, yeah. but... See, the opinion I have on it, I'm not – so I I was kind of like, I'm not going to sit there and agree with people just chanting that in the stadium to the person and straight up doing that. But I'd rather chant it at them than chant it when they're not there. His wife posted a thing on Instagram going off saying how there were children in the crowd, how you shouldn't be doing that in front of the children. But after the game was over and Draymond was doing his, his media thing, he had his son up there with him. And he was he literally said, I played like – during the game, he was swearing yeah. like right next to his son, right there, and that just mm-hmm. negated everything that his wife said. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like, I saw a comparison with what Clay was saying. Do you remember? Um, it was a, one one of the fourteen Warriors versus Cavs finals we saw. That lady was like, "Hey, LeBron, how does it feel to be a P?" Yeah, I've been seeing that going. And Clay was like. You won't get your, people gonna say things, and then this week he was like, "I mean, people say things, and you get your feelings hurt." Like it's this, like, come on, fans talk trash. I went to a Pistons game this year and was 
talking trash to Drummond. Yeah, like, it just <laughs> we talk, fans talk crap. All right, you are a professional athlete. If you can't handle the fans talking crap, you shouldn't be a professional athlete. And let alone it's Draymond Green. This dude went on a nut kicking spree for like three seasons. <laughs> This man's took away so many of Steven Adams' children. Like, it's not even fair. And you're going to complain because somebody's saying F you? No, bro. Come on. You deserve it. Yeah. If I understand. I do kind of understand doing it to Draymond. Um, if it was, like, somebody who didn't deserve it, okay. But, like, it's, it's Draymond. Bro, you and I played sports growing up. How many times did we get heckled while playing Little League Baseball? Did you actually get heckled? I don't have, I don't remember any oh, heckled. I got heckled all the time, but I was also the, in case you haven't noticed, I was the kid that was talking too much crap. <laughs> I was Draymond on the baseball diamond, all right? Um, let's see. No, but, like, that's so annoying hearing people complain about that, like, it's part of sports. You talk crap, you get heckled. Bro, yeah. You ever they've played in Philadelphia. Philadelphia boos their own players. Yeah, and Joel Embiid laughs about getting booed. Some players use that for their fuel. Grayson um, Allen has his teammates boo him. Anytime he does anything. Grayson Allen literally told his teammates, if I make a shot, boo me. I mean, yeah, some players use that. Trey as Young fuel. can't go to the garden anymore. You can't even step go in public in New York. Can't go nowhere. Bro, I saw a clip. SmackDown, WWE SmackDown was in Madison Square Garden, and they brought out Trey Young as a bad guy on SmackDown because it was in Madison Square Garden. Wow. Really? And he just accepted it. That's great. I love that. Dude, they're like they got them chanting that at random concerts in New York. Like it happened at a Yankees game. It happened at a Yankee game. It's the wrong sport. (laughs) And you're going to complain because a small section in TD Garden was saying F you because you were being a douchebag? No. Stop it. Yeah. I can can definitely see where you're coming from when you put it in that perspective. Like, there are players like Trey Young who's probably – who is worse in New York than Draymond's 100% hurt in Boston. I mean – I'm sure Draymond's also had worse than what just happened in Boston the other night, but it's just been mainstream because it's in the finals, you know? And again, it's not like Draymond is innocent. He has been yeah. playing so dirty this whole series. 15 personal fouls, and it should be more. Yeah. Um. <sighs> now you got me all heated, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, let's tone it down a notch because I do have another, another thing I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about Clay Thompson. Whoa, I want to talk about Clay. All right, what about Clay? What's wrong with Clay? I mean, a lot's wrong with. Clay. I mean, you, you know that you know what's wrong, with Clay. I want to. Is this just how do you think he's on like that much of a decline? Do you think this that this is going to carry on into the next regular season? And like, obviously, like being out for two years like that. We, none of us thought he was going to come back to be the Clay Thompson we knew, but we all thought he was still going to come back and at least, like, not be this bad. Shooting 12% from three in a finals game, one for eight? I don't know, man. I don't. 
he tore didn't he tear both of his ACLs? I think it was yeah, I think it was his ACL. He was coming back from rehab. He was coming back to practice, I think, when he tore his other one. Yeah. Like it's your ACL is not a joke. And so nobody expected him to be be all-star Clay Thompson. I think what's happening is and this is just purely my speculation. I have nothing to go off of from this. This is Ian Wren's process. Mm-hmm. When did he first tear his ACL? Finals against the Raptors, right? 2019 finals. Yeah. I think it's a head thing. You think it's a head I thing? Think, I think it's a head thing. I think that he, the last time he played on this stage, he injured himself and cost his team the series to an extent. Kevin Durant, like that entire Warriors team got hurt in like a four-game yeah, span. Yeah. Curry played game six or seven, whichever was the last game with on one leg. Kevin Durant tore his Achilles mid-play, which I saw the slow-mo on that. Ooh. Yeah. But I think I really think it's a head thing. He hurt himself. He tore his his ACL in the final. Spent two years off. Came back, and now he's on this stage again. And he's just not there. Yeah, I can I can see I can definitely see where you're coming from. I didn't think about it that way. I want to pull up. I'm trying to pull up what his regular season stats were because I don't remember how he did. I feel like my lighting wasn't season. so bad. Um, my lighting is really flushing me out. Let me see what happened. The thing I'm trying to get to is. What do you think is going to happen when his contract's up? Like, obviously, I think he's going to resign to Golden State. But, like, just. I think he resigns to Golden State in a smaller deal. I think it's a small deal. I don't think that he signs another max. I don't think he signs a four or five year. I think it's a three year, 17 mil. I think he gets a Fournier deal. Seven Fournier deal? Yikes. Yikes. I mean, like, that's it's, it's only like a deal, like it's only his contract, but that. But then again, the Warriors have also shown loyalty to Clay. Yeah, which personally, I think they should have traded him. You think they should have traded Clay Thompson? I think they should have traded Clay Thompson, or I think they should give Jordan Poole the keys. I mean, like that does make like one hundred percent makes sense for the franchise, but that's just like that's such a legendary core. Like I really like seeing Clay Thompson in a different Jersey would feel so disgusting. So so disgusting. But from a business and team management perspective, you have a max contract player who is injured now injury prone because once you tear your ACL, it never fully heals. Yeah. Always at risk for another tear. He's on the wrong side of 30. He's like, what? 30. Why am I Damian Lillard? 32, I think, sounds right. Yeah, 31, 32. An injury-prone max contract, wrong side of 30 play. Yes, Golden State does their guys really well. But when you have this young core of Poole, Kaminga, Wiggins, uh, Moses Moody, You've got these young – Gary Payton the second. You've got these young guys coming up. They're going to need to start getting playing time. And nobody wants Draymond. Nobody wants Draymond on that contract. But Clay Thompson fits every system when healthy. True, but I'm, I'm looking at his contract right now. Once this season is up, he's getting paid $37 million this current season. But next season, he, he it goes up into the 40. It's 40 and then 43. What 
kind of trade do you do for Clay Thompson? I don't know. Like, I think honestly, the Lakers, I honestly think the Lakers would take him. He, he, they would definitely be interested, but there's no way Golden State trade them for Russell Westbrook. Uh, I mean, there's no, I mean, there's no way Golden State would take Russ for that. So you trade Clay Thompson. A ten minute warning just hit on the thing, so we're gonna have to stitch this into two. Yeah. Um, Clay Thompson for Russell Westbrook and Townhorn Tucker, because Westbrook's in the last year of his deal. You buy out Russell Westbrook and insert Talon Horton Tucker into that young core. I really, I still don't even know if I do that if I'm going to say, to be honest. I don't know if I do either, but that's one of the only viable things I can see as far as contracts because they're not going to want to send him to a, a non-contender. They're not going to send him to Houston for John Wall. I'm trying to think. And there's not a whole lot of big contracts in the league that can match that. So the only the other players, thing that the only thing that other thing that's popping into my head is like sending him to the Knicks for Julius Randle and a couple other salary fillers. Golden State does not want Julius Randle. They already no. have Draymond Green. <laughs> yeah. Um. And if I'm any franchise, I don't want either. So. Dude, imagine. Uh, Clay. For James Harden. Clay would be perfect next to Joel Embiid. You cannot lie to me about that one. He plays perfect for every system. He is perfect, but dude, Clay Thompson, JJ Redick with Joel Embiid was perfect. Clay Thompson is just like he's JJ Redick, but like four inches taller, and he's Clay Thompson. But does Golden State want James Harden? I right mean, if, if you're if, if you yourself right now, I would rather take the shot on Clay going back healthy than bring James Harden to my franchise. I would say the same thing about bringing either Taylor Horn Tucker and Russell Westbrook too. I think if I was, if personally I was the GM at Golden State, if I'm trading Clay Thompson, I think I would like James Harden. Well, yeah, but James Harden's a name at this point. He is a name, but like, I don't really think you'd get much better, much better than that. I would take James Harden over Taylor and Russ. Oh, just yeah. have to buy out Russell Westbrook. I think James Harden, like, I think that would be a feasible option. I could, I could definitely see that happening. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they will trade him. I don't. I think Philly. They Philly gave up too much to even trade Harden, especially now. There's like this way they haven't seen enough of those two together. Philly gave up way too much. To I said at the start of the season that Harden wasn't as good as he used to be. Oh no, he's not. That we weren't gonna see a good version of James Harden. And now James Harden's the third best player in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I'd rather have Tyrese Maxey on my team than James Harden. I think I would. I think I would too. Um, let's see. We got game four tonight. No, it's not. Yeah, we do. No, there's no way game four is already tonight. Wait, no, today's Thursday, it's tomorrow. Game four tomorrow. I'm I was going to say, ain't no way it's already game four. No. <laughs> oh, we got game four tomorrow in Boston. Let's see. What do we got here? It's a 75% prediction that Boston's going to take this. We got Rob Williams out, and Steph Curry was cleared to play, I think. Steph Curry was cleared to play today. 
Steph Curry is going to end up injured before the series is over. Dude, if he gets injured, it, the series is 100% over. Oh, yeah. Uh, a big thing for the Warriors tonight with Robert Williams being out is they have to play Kevon Looney. They have to. They have been lacking on the offensive rebounds the whole series, and they have one big man on their roster. The, the Golden State really just needs to pull this game out because if they lose and go down three one, that's serious. That that really could be the series. That it would be really cool to see the Warriors come back from a three one to kind of get that revenge, you know? Redemption arc. Redemption arc, yeah. But especially with Curry now, he's gonna be dealing with a lingering injury. I have a feeling he's not gonna be playing at a hundred percent. No. So like this this is getting really dangerous for Golden State. It is. Um, I think Steve Kerr is going to – Steve Kerr is one of the best coaches we've ever seen. I think he's going to make adjustments. But that being said, unless Golden State's other players can step up, I don't know if I think Golden State pulls this series out as a non-biased basketball fan. Draymond I, Green's got to stop being a douchebag. Clay Thompson's got to start playing better. Jordan Poole's got to step up. Mm-hmm. It can't just be Steph Curry. It if can't. one player could win you a championship, Luka would be winning every championship. Luka and LeBron would have more than four. Yeah. James Harden would have a ring. True. Um, you have to play a team ball, especially in the finals. Boston's been doing it. Golden State hasn't. I mean, they've been trying to, just nobody else is making their shots. Everybody's just missing everything. And they, everybody seems to be in a shooting slump on that team except Stephen Curry. Because Stephen Curry is the greatest shooter of all time. Yeah. Um, they, mm. I, I personally do think they will take game four. I do believe in Steve Kerr's coaching ability to not, just not even the players, it's just Steve Kerr to not let the team go down 3-1. My biggest thing with coaches, and I've told you that I've said this before, you can have the best coach and the best game plan in the world. If your players can't execute it, you don't win games. Yeah, I mean, like the same thing, like the same thing we just said about the one player winning championships. If that were the case, Pop would have all the championships. Mm-hmm. That, like, that would be the case. It, it is. Um, I think. We got to break this up really quick. We do got more stuff to talk about. We got a lot of behind the scenes stuff that's been happening outside the finals. Well, so let's run and do that. Get a quick, you know, in the magic of editing, we'll be right back. All, all right. right. Just a quick little. Never left. Never left. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> um, so we do have a couple of things outside the finals that have happened in the last couple of days, or well, weeks since we last recorded. Um, Start with uh, the Lakers. The Lakers. Darvin loves to talk about the Lakers. Darvin Ham is the new head coach. Darvin Ham, new head coach. No co- past head coaching experience, so we don't really have anything to go off. Uh, he brought in Pistons legend Rashid Wallace to be an assistant, you know, obviously being from Detroit in your background. That sounds fun to us. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. We love the idea of that. 
Darvin Ham is very high on Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. He says he wants to get him back to the MVP MVP caliber player that he is. You know, I've seen like the greatest players the league has ever seen. Uh, that that's a bit of a. I mean, he's an MVP, so he was once the most valuable player in the league in one season that we've, that we've ever seen. Russell Westbrook's my favorite player of all time. I'd say he's a top top ten point guard. He if. Without thinking too hard into it, I think I would confidently say top 15, guaranteed, maybe top 10, but close to the bottom. I think he's top 10. I'd put him at 7, 8, 9. Not really thinking too hard into it. I'm not really going to argue that too much. Um, He is obviously a really, really good player. Um, It seemed like last season they were kind of using him as the third option. And Russell Westbrook does not need to be a Laker anymore. He doesn't need to be like here. He would thrive so much better anywhere else. But if they are going to keep him, I think they need to play around Russ instead of playing around trying to form their team around Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis won't be a Laker in two years' time. He won't. Anthony Davis will not be a Laker in two years' time. Anthony Davis will be a, a Atlanta Hawk or a Chicago Bull in two years' time. I honestly would like to see him in Atlanta with Trey Young. I think that would be really cool. And see, I would rather him go to Chicago. I think if he's going he's gonna want to go anywhere, he's gonna want to go home. Yeah, I mean definitely. And I think Chicago can use him as a way to convince Zach Levine to stay. I mean you're you are right about that. I could definitely see him doing that. He already got his championship, so he's not gonna go to Atlanta thinking, oh well, if he does go to Atlanta, he'd want to get there to team up with Trey Young and make that duo. But he doesn't necessarily need to ring chase, quote unquote. Yeah. He already has it. Um, and LeBron's probably going to leave at the end of his contract. Yeah, because his contract like, expires the year that Bronny enters the league. Say they ain't got no picks till after Bronny's in the league anyway, so they yeah. they ain't keeping him. So the only way that you are able to keep LeBron is if you somehow trade for the number one pick in that draft because LeBron. <laughs> Bronny's going first overall because it's a package deal. Yeah. You draft Bronny, you sign LeBron in free agency. Unless you have some other unknown, currently unknown, just. No, there's no other option because you're getting a two for one with that pick. LeBron already said he's signing to the team that bro- that drafts Bronny. Yeah. He's going to be signing there on a one-year deal. Probably. Brody becomes oh. the greatest Charlotte Hornet of all time. <laughs> Immediately. Um, what else happened? LeBron uh, going split. to the Hornets would be the equivalent of MJ to the Wizards. Dude, I MJ owns the Hornets. Imagine Le- LeBron would love to go there. Can I wear 23? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think you are? Me? Because you're not. You better change back to number six. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm um, mistaken. Well, then I guess you get a new number, bro. I don't know what to tell you. You can't have 23. All right. Uh, back to the Lakers with Darvin Ham. Do you think he can turn this team around? I don't know. We've never seen him. I don't know, which is exciting for me. I like first-year coaches, especially in recent history. Udoka is doing great as a first-year coach. Ime Udoka was great. Nick Nurse was amazing. Um, Steve Kerr, his first year was awesome. All three of those guys made the finals their first year as a coach. Yeah. Two of them won them. Did Pop make it his first year? Bro, Pop coached Jesus on the court. Like, how are we supposed to (laughs) 
Um, I'm. I, I don't. I don't really know either what what to say about this Lakers team. I yeah. think. I, I think. They they they're gonna they gotta trade either Russ or AD if they have to do one or the other. I don't know if they'll do both. Um, I think Russ is the more likely option because yeah. they gave away their entire future for Anthony Davis. Yeah. I don't see they're not gonna get rid of Anthony Davis unless he has to leave. Yeah. Um, let's move uh, on to uh, the Jazz. Quinn, Quinn Snyder. Snyder steps down. That was kind of a – I didn't expect that one. That wasn't really – I expected him to leave, but I expected him to get fired. Yeah. He and from what it sounds like, they were begging him to stay. So, I mean, I, I don't really blame him. He's a good regular season coach. Um, the uh, KOT for Q, Kenny Beecham, he said this on either his personal channel or the Through the Wire podcast. He has a theory. That apparently other people have as well, because he's going to get Quinn Snyder is going to get surgery. So Kenny's theory is that uh, he takes next year off as a coach, Pop retires, and Quinn Snyder gets the Spurs job. Hmm. Hmm. I want to be I want to be surprised if that happens. Um, I wouldn't either. With Quinn Snyder leaving, you know, I've, we've seen the publicity that Donovan Mitchell is obviously very he's very confused. Donovan's really- gone. Donald's he did, gone. He's, he's gone. It doesn't seem like he's like mad or anything. He's gone. He's just very confused and like disgruntled about it. But by the time the 2023 trade deadline comes around, neither of those players will be on the Jazz. Rudy, Rudy and Gobert will be in Atlanta, and Donovan Mitchell will be in New York. See, now just like Anthony Davis, it seems like Rudy Gobert is either going to Atlanta or Chicago. Because we've been Rudy Gobert's not going to Chicago. We've been seeing a lot of like Gobert and Vucevic swaps. Um, and see, if I'm a GM, I view Rudy Gobert as a negative asset. Yeah, he's got the largest be- contract in history for somebody who doesn't score points. If any team were to actually want him, it should be Dallas. One hundred percent should be Dallas. Yeah. I think he that's where he would be able to thrive the most and actually be the most impactful is in Dallas. Um, I could yeah, see, I like Dallas for Rudy. I, that's really, like, I like Atlanta. Atlanta's, and they just get, like, a taller Clint Capella who scores less. Yeah, if I'm Atlanta, I'd rather have, I'd rather have Clint. But it, yeah, from everything I've heard, it sounds like Atlanta's going to end up trading Capella. Yeah, he had a really bad season last year. He only he barely even scored like ten points per game, and um, it seems like, but it seems like everybody in that starting five, not named Trey Young and DeAndre Hunter, is on the trade block. So, yeah, I mean Atlanta just had a very down bad season. Um, what about? Oh, I had I had a trade for Donovan Mitchell, and I forgot what it was. So everybody's saying to the Knicks. They've been saying that for a couple of years already, though. He wants to go home. Yeah. He's a big lights, highlight real player who's from New York. There is no bigger highlight uh, gym than Madison Square Garden. True. Where else? Like, I've been seeing so much Donovan Mitchell Knicks things. I don't even know where else you get, like, traded to. Um... Yeah, my mind's like, my mind's blank. 
Um, this wouldn't happen. This would not happen. What about a Donovan Mitchell Chris Paul Chris Paul swap? Yeah, that would not happen. No, no chance. Donovan Mitchell gets to play. Donovan Mitchell fits the timeline of Phoenix a lot better than Chris Paul does, and no point guard gets a be- gets better play out of their center than Chris Paul. What kind of like what are you expecting Chris Paul to do for Rudy Gobert though? He made DeAndre Jordan all NBA first team. I think Rudy will be okay. <laughs> Oh, that's that's fair. I like how sternly you said that. Because <laughs> DeAndre Jordan's glorified trash. Man's had one good dunk over Brandon Knight, and everybody thought he was amazing. He a, he's a golden trash bag. <laughs> a golden trash bag is still a trash bag. If Donovan Mitchell were to go through the Suns, would they do run him at point guard or run D-book at point guard? Or get a different run and run them at two and three? No, 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 no. They're, those guys are too small to run the three. I think you run. I think you run Booker at the point. I think Booker's playmaking is just better. That's fair. Maybe Book kept up or picked up a couple of tricks from Point God also a couple of years. Yeah, um, Donovan Mitchell to Miami wouldn't be bad. That is, I think that is the other second team that I've seen him go to. Um, I think the trade needs to be better than Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. Yeah, but... I've been seeing Kyle Lowry and Duncan Robinson. I think, but I don't know I, if it that's just even take Lowry worse. That's worse than Hero. I'd rather have Hero than Lowry. Yeah. But I think... They don't have a lot of picks either. Personally. You think what? I don't think... I think Lowry should have retired. I don't think he should have signed to Miami. But I'm one of those guys who, like, the whole leaving the team that you've played your whole career for late in your career, you just look weird in a different jersey. Tony Parker looked weird as a Hornet. Yeah. Kyle Lowry looks weird as a Heat player. I mean, at least Kyle Kyle Lowry didn't spend his whole career in Toronto, though. Yeah, but like, he spent ha- what half a season in Memphis, a half a season in Houston, and then he's Toronto. I think he might have been in Houston for a couple seasons before he got traded. Honestly, but I mean, come on. Yeah, when you think I mean, of he, Kyle Lowry, yeah, what jersey? I do know you what you mean. Yeah, it's just he's a oh, Toronto. That's the greatest a good Raptor. game. That's a good game we're gonna play. What? I'm gonna list off players who have played for multiple teams. Okay. You tell me what jersey you view them in. Kyle Korver. Off top of my head, Hawks. Yeah. LeBron James. I went right to heat. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, What else is there we got to talk about? Oh, yeah. The Trailblazers are still buying. They're still in buying mode. That's what I see. They're, they're still they're still trying to find a partner for Damian Lillard. They're eyeing Zach Levine and no. Bradley Beal. No. Trade Damian Lillard, rebuild your franchise, and start again. Yeah, and the Jazz need to take note from that and trade them both too. The Jazz are going to be the trailblazers of this season next year. You know a trade that I've seen people make fun of, but I actually kind of like for both sides? Hmm. Damian Lillard to the Nuggets for Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. You know, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I honestly think Denver might be giving up too much for that. Who would you keep out of the two? I re- I am a huge fan of Michael Porter Jr. I love what I what he could become. 
dude, on, like that's that's too much. Honestly, I think I think they'd have to get like at least a first round pick back if they're going to give up those two. Well, we just saw what Jokic can do alone. Now give him Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard, I know, but Damian Lillard is he's getting older. And those are two young – Jamal Murray is 25. Michael Porter Jr. is, like, what, 21, 22? And we we know what Michael Porter Jr.'s potential is. We know what kind of player Jamal Murray can be, even though we haven't seen him in a while. He's a – like, he – Average pretty much bubble. Jamal Murray can pretty much do what Damian Lillard does in the playoffs. Like, they pretty much play almost the exact – like, not the exact same way, but they're very similar in the way that they play. Now, I would love the idea to see Jokic get paired with Damian Lillard to get that next superstar paired next to him. I think that would be a killer duo. But that's giving up a lot of future. I don't think Denver needs to make any big trades. I, I, don't, think, I don't think they do. They you just let Jamal come back. I think you let Michael Porter Jr. come back, and you go from Maybe there. trade Aaron Gordon and, like, I don't know, a bench where we're in a pick to trade up for something. I think they need bench scoring, honestly. Yeah. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, so. All right, one more segment I think then I think will be good. Yeah. Biggest biggest free agent talk right now is DeAndre Ayton. He's not going back to Phoenix. It's been confirmed. He's not. Where do you think he goes? Hmm. Now that, that that depends. Does he want to go somewhere to try and win again, or is he looking to try and be like the guy? Does he want to be? The guy? I don't know. I don't know. I can tell you teams that I would like to see him on. I know, like, uh, like Portland is an option. Portland. Um, they got a lot of money. Charlotte. 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 Um, Dallas. All like there are a lot of teams that are pretty center needy. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying they want him in Charlotte. I personally disagree. Where would you like to see him at? I like the idea of him in Dallas because him and Luca have the same draft. Dude, why not bring him to Detroit? I'd rather have Miles Bridges. You'd rather have Miles Bridges? Than I would DeAndre rather have Aiden? Miles Bridges than DeAndre Ayton. 100%. Dude, 100%. D- Miles Bridges is on Instagram trying to get himself kicked out the league right now. Excluding that from a pure player standpoint, <laughs> from a pure player standpoint, I would rather have Miles Bridges than DeAndre Ayton. I I I think I have to disagree with you on that one. That's fine, you can disagree, but yeah, I yeah. would rather have Miles Bridges. I mean, from a pure player standpoint, Miles Bridges would be fun to watch on this Detroit team, just to watch him run down with Cade. Like that would be so much fun, but. I think DeAndre Ayton would do so well. We need a center that's not beef stew to start. And that gives us some size, which you don't really have either. Sure. I wouldn't – like, if we got DeAndre Ayton, I wouldn't be upset. But if we're choosing between Miles Bridges and DeAndre Ayton, I'd rather have Miles Bridges. Would you? But I also really like Miles Bridges in Charlotte. Yeah. I would, the only just, center that I want to see the Charlotte Hornets get is Miles Turner. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't know if Indiana's still willing to give him up, though. It doesn't seem like they want to. Probably not. But like, 
he would fit so well on that team. And I've been saying that for years. Yeah. Well, I think the next time we record a pod, finals might be over. So we'll be talking about the champions in the next pod. And then yeah. we can start the glorious, our favorite time of the year, the offseason. Offseason. Which is weird that it's our favorite time of year because there's no basketball. It is very weird. That is something I will never grasp, but there's just so much more to talk about when there's nothing going on. Right? Weirdly, yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we'll, we'll have lots of episodes talking about trades, uh, sign, signings, drafting, all that. When is the NBA draft speaking back? We really should know these things. We really should know these things. We're bad at our not job. We don't get paid for this. Uh, June 23rd. So coming up. Coming up. All right. So uh, let's let's play that game for a few minutes. Say four minutes. We'll play, all right. we'll play the game. All right. Cool. So, Give me a player. Just right off the top of your head. Kemba Walker. Boston. I went right to Boston. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, Victor Oladipo. Indiana Pacers. Okay. I was sure if you'd say him or Orlando. I did not really know Oladipo in his Orlando days. Sergi Baca. Thunder. Thunder. That was a good one. Um. Dion Waiters. Miami. Did he play for teams that weren't Miami? <laughs> I think I think he might have played for Cleveland. He, he was in the Lakers in the bubble. I remember that. Oh yeah, he was. Um Isaiah Thomas. Boston. Again. <laughs> for some reason, I thought all of the Boston, Boston point guards. No, no, when I thought of Isaiah Thomas, I thought Cleveland. Huh. Just because of how horrible that stint was. Hmm. Um. Hmm. Grayson Allen. Memphis. Memphis. Okay. Paul George. Clippers. He was an MVP candidate in Oklahoma, and that's so sad because people are going to forget that he played in OKC. <laughs> I know, I know. I will never forget that MVP season. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, DeMar DeRozan. Toronto. Toronto. I thought that was a pretty good one. He had three pretty good long stints on three different teams. He only played for in San Antonio for like three years. Yeah, still a good chunk oh, yeah. of time. Um, Blake Griffin. <laughs> Emphasis on the first part of the Pistons part. <laughs> oh God, I just had a name come through my mind and went right back out. DeAndre Jordan, Clippers. Trevor Ariza. Trevor Ariza. I went to Portland. 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 I'm like, Portland. I don't even. I'm not even sure if he played in Portland. He played in Portland, right? I think no Trevor Reese was that dude. I'll say he's that dude who's played on like sixteen teams. I'm not even about to look that up. He's played. <laughs> See, I thought Trevor Reese. I thought Houston. Thought Houston. Yeah. Mm. Um. 
KCP. Lakers. I went right Detroit. KC MVP. Kevin Durant. Thunder. Here we go. Reggie Jackson. Detroit. <laughs> Patrick Beverly. Clippers. I went Clippers and then right to Grizzlies. He didn't even play to the Grizzlies. Joel Morant. What? Joel Morant. <laughs> Joel Morant. Uh, Murray State. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, that's a good one. I know we both suck at colleges. We should do college. It's... So bad at college basketball. All right, just expose ourselves. If I didn't see you in March Madness, I probably don't know who you are. <laughs> I still probably don't know. I don't um... know colleges. All right, I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah, I think we can call it. We should be back next week. I don't think we got anything going on, really. Um, I don't know for certain, but I think we should, yeah. We should be good. Hope if maybe the finals will be done and we'll have a winner. Yeah. You're saying Celtics in six or seven? Probably seven. The series is still probably going to go seven. Yeah, if, if they win tomorrow, I'm saying Celtics in five. Ooh. If the Celtics go up 3-1, you think it'll, go fi- it'll only go five? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. If they win or if the series goes 2-2, I think it'll still go 7. Dude, I don't even I'm not even confident in making a decision picking between either of the 2 and 7. Cuz I'm not like a die like obviously you're going to ride and die with the Celtics till the end oh, of yeah. time. Oh yeah. I'm not going to do that. I honestly don't know who I would confidently pick in 7. You're picking the Warriors, and here's why you're picking the I've Warriors. I've been picking the when Warriors the ranked, entire series. When we ranked our playoff teams, you said Boston was a first-round exit. You can't blame me. I 100% can blame you because I told you from the beginning that they were championship contenders. I know, but – you were like, oh, it's just because you're a Boston fan. No. No. A lot of NBA fans were like 50-50 on that Boston-Brooklyn series. Nobody thought – And way what did. did I tell you? Hey, I've just been saying I've been sticking with the Warriors to win it this entire playoff run. You have. They have been struggling, had, and it's hurting me a little bit. I had Phoenix coming out of the West, but you know what? I'm okay with the Warriors. Yeah. Because outside of Draymond Green, the Warriors are a likable team. True. Now they are at least. Now that they're not. Yeah. Now that you know Kevin Durant doesn't freaking play for them. <laughs> all right. I think that's all we got for today. Yeah. We're we're gonna call it a night on that one. Yeah. All right, we will be back next week. Later. Later.